Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, assault rifle of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walk at a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hola. He's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, through the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Romaine, Top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying Frankie. to help you get a nice pretty young bitch, you have an opinion, Jars. let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet, if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the, hey, Feeling? Are you ready for this? Three, I know we are. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Steele. Three guys on. We are here for y'all. Right back at you on this Monday. Petey's back. Petey is back. I'm back. Oh, he's back. How I saw getting? the um, the Elton Beach picture. Oh yeah. Speaking of people, sock puppets. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> My comment on that was it's good to know I can still get abs at 51. You know what? <laughs> uh, his abs were better than I expected them to be in that picture. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know he was working out for a while. Sure. Leading up to this. He's in, I think, Aruba again. Okay. Like I think he was that's last year. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's got his sh- proudly shirt off. Proudly he's got his shirt off. He's got the ocean behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had him on in a while. we got to get him on. I haven't seen him much lately. Yeah, I... He ended it with that gal, right? They're back. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are they? So they're down in Aruba together, I no, no, no. That was a trip that he planned with his boys. So Okay. No. All right. But Because I remember talking to him where I think that was, they had sort of split. And then I didn't see him for a little while, and then he was back. And I, I was like, into, I was like, into the lab. Well, I was like, were you, uh, were you heartbroken? You couldn't come out anywhere? <laughs> and he was, they were back. I said, oh, Happy Elton's back. So that's why you're okay. out. So then he went to Aruba. His, I guess it's like a yearly trip. They go to Aruba now. Him and his, him and his, his buddies. Friends, yeah. It's a common thing. One of my coworkers just went there, and he said airfare is pretty cheap. And he yeah. went with his wife and then his grown son, who's like barely grown, like 19. Oh, his like son came trip. back with a fucking cheap you know, rum flask in his yeah, back yeah. pocket, and he grabbed him. like, what are you, a wino? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he came back with a tramp stamp, with a cheap nah, tattoo nah. on his back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just back to the hotel there. But apparently, I mean, that's one of the big spots for yeah. You know these cheap vacations in the islands. Well, People no, like the islands. I remember last year because Elton was telling us about that trip. They rented him and his friends. I forget how many. Like rented five like people. a villa. They rented a villa. Mm-hmm. He had they had he had like the pool house. Yeah, like yeah. a little. So seems like you have five six people. I guess. Usually you see younger people do that. The the beach house, but a bunch of college friends or something will rent out a beach house, like seven, eight people in a house. Or four women trying to get their groove back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess you don't really see it. Maybe you do, but people in their 40s doing that because generally they have the families. 
right. Elton and his friends, they just, they're still doing that. They're you know they're all probably in their. Well, 40s. It's more of a grown thing though. Like Damo, I know, goes down to the Dominican yeah. with his buddies and stuff like that. Maybe if you're younger, the you just younger go to, go to Cancun or yeah. yeah, get in the car and go to Ocean City, to which now is topless banks. beaches. They declared the yeah, other just, day. I just saw they, that. Women can go careful what you wish for, man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't gonna go. It good. ain't gonna be like the magazines. Yeah, it ain't gonna go good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never. I remember done. my first time at a nude beach in North Miami. I was 19, and my old man's like, "Yeah, that's where the nude beach was." And I was like, "Yo, stop the car. We gotta go." <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, son." And I was like, "Wow, you're cool with this, you know?" And then we get out there, and it's just a bunch of fat dudes with pricks hanging out, you know. Yeah. And he yeah, was just yeah. laughing at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> me and, me and uh, Sweet Sweet Liz are the nudist colony together. She she opened for me at a nudist oh, yeah? colony in West Virginia. What? Yeah, there was nothing fun about it. Damn. <laughs> nothing fun about it. We did a we did an hour and a half show for nude old white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just old and naked. Mm-hmm. No, it's old and naked. Not we got naked in that like we just want to get back in touch with nature way either. No, like they're not out there working. You know, out in the field. Building huts. No. They're, they're just walking around naked. Just walking around naked. As yeah. soon as we got there, Liz was like, I wonder how naked they're going to be. And we walk in, walk through the front door, and some dude just comes walking up the just walking up the hall, ass naked, dick out. Hey, eyes up I, here. I said, that naked, Liz. She goes, oh, <laughs> okay. I was wondering if there were like any white supremacist nudist colonies. Like I think that would be something they'd want to do because they don't want to get in there and then have someone show up packing, you know what I mean? <laughs> And there goes the myth, you know? Got to be this small to enter this colony. Yeah. <laughs> get a little ruler outside. They were nice people. They were good, they were good people. They were just all older yeah i imagine late uh, middle age not well groomed i would imagine either right some of them the gay guy was oh yeah, yeah. well that makes sense uh, he's still he's he still was gay. in shape he's, even if he's, yeah. naked, he's still a gay guy mm-hmm. he's still gotta be you know take care have the vanity yeah the sure. gay vanity were any of them like erect while you were doing your nah. shit no no that's it's not <laughs> sexual it's just, I bet that's the first question they get asked. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> what if you get hard? It's not, it's not sexual. There's nothing really sexual about it. You have to carry around a towel everywhere you go. That's the big thing. Oh, really? To you gotta do what? It, you got to put it down when you sit down. Oh, oh right. You got to put a towel down when you sit down. It's like being at the gym. Yeah. You got to wipe down the equipment. So you got to carry towels around with them everywhere they go. <laughs> get a little spray bottle with some paper towels laying around. Wipe down but the chair. But other than that, it's just people hanging out. The only black people I saw were uh, the the staff mm-hmm. and, and one, they were not nude no his brother came out from the back and uh, said get out because Liz said Liz was Liz was like I can't believe how the staff was so excited while I was performing all black they all came out to watch because they were like yeah ain't nobody mm-hmm. here so y'all want to come <laughs> they want to come and <laughs> just be a part of this and I was talking to the, the to the cook afterwards I said you ain't even get naked man he said come on man <laughs> that's all he said <laughs> We started laughing. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I guess, too, they probably wouldn't really be overall in good shape because you can't work out naked. You know what I mean? No. Like, they would have to either put on clothes to work out. It, 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 I feel like it would be kind of dangerous to. Was there a gym there? To hit the gym. I think there might have been because it was, you know what it was? I was telling Liz and she agreed because she went to him. It reminded me of a summer camp. It was up in some some mountain of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the recess by itself. There was like 
you walk in the door, there's like a, a communal dining area where they set the stage up. There was an indoor pool with a hot tub in it. Was, you get a hot tub? I was like, nah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. There was a little bar area with a couple of slot machines in it because I guess gambling is legal in West Virginia. And mm-hmm. a pool. And a, a pool where you could play Where pool. do you keep your coins? And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just and share a around a bucket of coins? bunch of, uh, and like little rooms up and down the hall. Yeah. And then there's a list of the rules inside the door. Like carry your towels around, mm-hmm. and, you know, wipe things down and that kind of stuff. How about of, fucking in public? A lot of high shit. It's not about that, man. I'm I know it's you. not about it, but that's can why. You? <laughs> yeah, people no, do well, it in other places where it's not about. No, but it's not about that. So yeah. I think they have a big thing about discretion. Yeah. Yeah. People, they're really yeah. big on discretion. It's just, it's, yeah, what it's you're weird. thinking of is like those hedonism <laughs> things yeah. they do in Jamaica. That's different. That's it's a weird different that a bunch thing. of naked no, people. I'm just asking a lot of obnoxious questions because yeah. I know little to nothing about this. A topic. bunch of naked people have this huge interest in privacy and discretion. That's yeah. the that's the disconnect. It's like they're they're more concerned with that, even though they're walking around naked. Is right. there a bar, like a tiki bar there? It was just like a little like a little room that was a bar. It was inside. It was cold. You think so anybody ever like blacks out and then instead of shitting their pants, they just take like a dump on the fucking <laughs> ground? You're killing, you're killing me, people. You're goddamn killing me. You know what they probably do? I'm thinking of all the possibilities you know they of like do? amazing yeah, things someone, that could happen. When someone passes out, they probably draw, draw dicks on their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the dicks are out. me, baby. <laughs> I got up this morning and there's like seven dicks written, drawn on my dick. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> Goddamn God damn killing me. I know a guy, well, I used to know a guy who would go into the depths of central Pennsylvania to swingers clubs. Wow. That there's all that all that stuff where it's rural and, you know, you gotta sort of know where you're going. They mm-hmm. have swingers clubs up there too. I believe and, it. And uh you go and I think you're supposed to bring a woman, but I think there's rules. If you bring a woman, you have more access. If you don't bring a woman, you don't yeah. have much access. But he would go and, you know. He, it's kind of like dating in real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you don't have women at a swingers club, then there's no swinging taking place. You know, you're just yeah. the, the guy who shows up to, again, think it's like a, like a nude beach. You have this fantasy of what that's going to be like, and it's not that at all, but. You know, you drive out into the you know the middle of Pennsylvania, the middle of West Virginia. There's all kinds of shit going on out there. Yeah, moonshining. That's, that's what I thought. Nudist colonies, swingers <laughs> clubs, a lot of stuff like that. All this odd shit going on. A lot on. of weird masks. People wearing masks for no reason. Right. Fidelio. Yeah, a lot of eyes wide shut. Fuck yeah. Right. But not as um, I guess not as highfalutin. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you guys, uh, do we get emails or anything like that? We got one email. What's that That's about? all we got. We got one email last week from someone named uh, Keith. Keith, as we were talking Big about Keith, Chief Keith. The word, the name Keith, winds up being Keith. Keith. So Keith sent us an email. Yo, fellas and sock puppet. I had to write in to address the many, the name Keith slash Keith. In high school, I started writing Keith with an F. As my name, because nobody pronounced the T-H anyway. Where'd you go to school? Man? <laughs> uh, also, as a big dude, depending on when we met, I, I'm mostly known as Big Keef. Especially when differentiating between other Keefs. I'm sure this is probably small. Little Keef, Big Keef. There's no medium Keef, I, I guess. Uh, he says, also, I've fi- I find that when women pronounce it properly, 
it's sexy as fuck. So last week we had Paris on. He said, Paris said Keef, and it was sexy, so y'all got to have her back to say it properly. Keith. So what if, she said it with the F or how? She said it with it? the F, but if the F sounded that good, he wants to say it. Ah. He wants her to say it with the, uh, with the, the TH. I see. Keith. Hmm. All right. So and should she say Big? Big Keith? We, we can have her record this. We'll just play it for Keith at some point. Uh, Big Keith. That's our only email, though. Uh, three guys on at gmail.com if you guys want to send us an email. Okay. We'll most likely read it. Okay. Let's do this thing real quick. Uh, Milner said he's available. Chris we're going to put a call into uh, English Bay. English Bay. Mm-hmm. Chris Milner, because we're doing a show with him on Thursday. We're doing specific ignorance for the third time. We thought we'd hit him and let him talk about it. It's his show, and he wants us to do it with him. Remember, we have to talk a little. Doug puts on speaker? No. No, no, I got it. Chris Milner, English Bay. Yeah, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? Everybody's here. Andy and Petey. Cheers. Up, You're all. Oh, Andy and Petey. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. Petey's keeping They're your my seat favorite warm. people. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, that and Dominic. You cook for Dominic. I we've seen. Wow. I did cook for Dominic, but that's because I'm attracted to him as a human being. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not be to Puerto Rico Suave? Are you yeah, kidding? I that like, that I tr- combination, Puerto Rico Suave and English Bay, that's a lot of power yeah. in one spot. I know. I realized I needed backup. I don't have enough backup. <laughs> so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get better backup. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the other thing as well, I like trolling him. By the way, yeah, follow... Um, Follow everyone. Do what I do. Follow Dominic Rivera on Instagram, and every time he posts a workout video, do what I do and just comment, "You're fat and slow." <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff. Check out all his old posts. Anyone, I've got. There's a comment from me going, "You look weak." <laughs> you loved it. It's motivational. You understand, Randolph. You know, I you do know understand. You, know, you understand working the psyche. It's dri- it's driving. It's driving. It keeps it keeps his <laughs> spirit hot. <laughs> He's a yeah. high. You got us coming into your specific ignorance show uh, Thursday. Can yeah, you tell man. people about it? Yeah, I mean, you guys are now, I think, the 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 panel that has served the most rounds with the audience again uh, on specific ignorance. Otherwise, it's your third or third or fourth time. I think it's our third. Third time? Third time. Third time. Yeah. Third time. Well, what I'm going to do this time is uh, Andy has managed to lead your team to defeat on the last three occasions so i think uh this hmm. time tim is going to get to be the captain uh, i've been demoted <laughs> yeah you've been demoted because you know what the funny thing is andy right yeah. you were the first ever captain that overruled your team member on the final answer what with what was ultimately the losing answer and that started a trend and now i think that's happened about <laughs> five times and every single time when we start the show, I use your example as, as a as a prodigal tale. I don't know if I'm using that right. Yeah, uh, I think and, so. Uh, well, you know, yeah, if and, uh, anyone, if you give anyone happened. any kind of power, they're going to abuse their power. So that was I mean, just me abusing my power as a captain. But Tim's going to do the same shit. Just yeah. be forewarned. He's going to overrule the <laughs> oh, winning yeah. answer this week. And then I'm going to vie to be captain next time, unless Randolph wants that job. I do not want to be captain. <laughs> I will sit back. <laughs> and let you know. Unless, unless, the, unless the, the, the category is once again good times, then I'll be captain. Well, what's going to happen is at some point halfway through the show, Randolph is just going to grab Tim's mic and say, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, is, uh, which is what happened during the... Uh, um, 
the specific ignorance with D. Ahmed, um, and uh, <laughs> Denise Taylor said uh, only D is allowed to say that, which uh, I thought was a hilarious racist joke. Yeah. That is hilariously um, racist, <laughs> and it works. It's true. He's from Somalia. Every time. So. He is Somalian. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. So bottom, bottom line is, okay, so this Thursday, guys, I don't know if... Uh, you guys have been promoting the DC Draft House, but I think that it's, it, 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 it's, it's our responsibility to promote this venue. Uh, Specific Ignorance has moved from its original home of the Beer Baron to DC Draft House, is much better set up. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, 8 o'clock, 8.30, 8 o'clock doors, 8.30 show. On Thursday, we've got the three guys on back. To try and uh, go one. Tell and the two. people. Tell the people what uh, what the actual format of the show is. Well, the format of the show is uh, a very simple format. It's a trivia matchup between three comedians who are a team against the live audience, and each of the audience members uh, will write a question for the comedians on the subject that the comedians have chosen. And I believe the three subjects for this month are boxing. Randolph. Yes. Uh, and famous short people slash dwarves, <laughs> uh, which is Tim. That's our, uh, our, captain. Yeah. our captain. Our captain. Yeah. captain, my captain. I got demoted. And, uh, but that's his yeah, and he's going to do Goodfellas. Goodfellas. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Great film. A lot, of, a lot of interesting questions could be asked. And uh, ultimately, if you can stump the three guys on, it shouldn't be hard. If you're a <laughs> podcast listener, you will know that they know basically nothing at all. Oh, yeah. and, probably, um, usually. <laughs> you, will, you will win either a shot of alcohol or a free upcoming tickets to a future show to these draft us. So um, we would love to see you there. If you want to make the trip in from Virginia or Maryland or wherever you are, uh, you will be appreciated. Um, I will record your voicemail message if you want, um, if you come down. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully we can just keep the uh, – it's been going on over two years now. Yo, buddy, I'm going to be there, and I want to go back on to do the Sopranos, speaking of good fellas. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good – that's a good – that's a good uh, topic. Yeah, right? That's good because I gave it – because Andy picked Sopranos. I I picked uh, New Jack City also. I was like, ah, New Jack City. I know, but New Jack City is – New Jack City – I think more people will have seen Goodfellas than have seen New I think so, I yeah. think so, I too. And also, I think, so I think two movies would be yeah, a little bit two redundant. Movies. That's, and that's why what, see, that's I now good ask for a choice. That's why I now ask for people yeah. to give me options. Because before, I was getting... If everyone just got one choice, I was just getting too many of the same sort of yeah. things. But yeah. now I like to give a range... Uh, and pick what I think would be the best combination of the yeah. three, and give the audience the best chance my, to. Uh, my to original choices. My original choices to Chris were three guys on the podcast. <laughs> the podcast racism. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and boxing. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my three choices. I know. And what, and what was my response to you? He was when like, you sent me that? You, what'd you say? I'm turning into a caretaker of myself. Don't you say? Turning into the parody of yourself. Yeah. Parody, and I was like, yeah. no, I'm not, because I own this shit. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is who I am. You, you, you go with what you know. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, I think before I asked, I said to Andy and Tim, I go, I'm going to ask you two subjects. What do we think Randolph's going to pick? And, uh, <laughs> of course you did. Everybody does this when it comes to me. Everybody does this. They know you well. It's what called, I I it's mean, called you branding. Stay on brand. Yeah. Stay on brand, Randolph. No one can say you don't do that. Yeah, I, I stick with what I know. Did Russ Green already take brand. racism? <laughs> I know, that's well, Russ nothing. Green is, <laughs> Russ Green... That's green. We had a fun show last night. Y'all did have y'all did have some good moments, and then you guys, because you guys all left while I was on stage. 
uh, uh, going yeah, down I apologize, but I wanted to go and see Tim. I wanted to go and support oh, that's your other. Right. Yeah. That's right. The, uh, I forgot that show. that was happening at the same time. Yeah. That Tim was, right. Tim was, was uh, around the corner. And he was uh, being being lazy last night. Uh, I see. Yeah, he didn't do nothing. I did two things last night. Tim did something. Andy did. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I didn't do anything. I watched basketball. Andy stayed in the lab. Yeah. I was in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> I turned yeah, down. Like, I, I turned down that True TV show because it wasn't for me. Yeah, he would have been the only white face on the crowd. I mean, they they literally they offered it. They offered me. I mean, I'm not joking. They offered me that spot, but then they sent the rules and what the show was about. I was like, I'm not the right guy for this. Find someone else who's a better fit because it just didn't fit with what I do. Yeah, here's a lesson learned. Here, you can do that, comedians. (laughs) You can just say, I don't think I this fits me. I'm just not the right person for Mm -hmm. this. Don't I don't want to take up a spot, and then you're it's not going to be what you guys are looking for. So they found another black guy because it was all black. (laughs) (laughs) No, they found another. Persian. Yeah. Did they get another Persian? Did they find a Persian? Martin Amini, bro. Oh, they sure did, didn't they? <laughs> what about Ramin? He would have been good. Yeah, he'd tell stories. Yeah. He'd have been good at that. That's interesting. Oh, since I got you here, one serious question. What did you think about, you're my English correspondent, what did you think about the um, the election that just happened in Britain? And before we oh, say I that, mean- before we say that, I literally thought... Okay, that attack happened on the bridge, and they're having a vote the next week. That's 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 the people of ISIS trying to influence the false election flag. one way. No, no, no. I don't think it's a false flag. I'm no. not saying it's a false flag. I'm saying that they're very smart, and they're like, they want to influence the election. Yeah, ISIS yeah, yeah. wants people to react badly, wants American governments to react badly in what I would assume a bad manner towards Muslim people, immediately start talking about internment camps and stuff like that. So I said, well, of course they would do it right before this election. looks like it didn't make a difference. I don't know anything about the political system of, of Britain, so I don't know if this is a good thing, is this a bad thing, is this a, is it just a well, thing? Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean it, I, would, I would separate the issues. I think that ultimately a terrorist attack in London is nothing new. Right. We've been dealing with it for years. Uh, I grew up uh, when it was the IRA terror campaign of the 90s. So mm-hmm. when you tell me about terrorism in London, my immediate thought is Irish. Yeah, white boys. Um, yeah. You know, we've been, we, we, got, we got hit by the blitz. We got the plague. We got the fire. You know, it, London is one of the most resilient Jack the Ripper. In the world. One Direction. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Yeah, one Direction. Oasis. One direction, yeah, Brexit. Um, so I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, look, my mum and my dad live in that area, like directly next to Borough Market, and I go there all the time. And uh, and and they, you know, couldn't be closer to the action. And they are literally just saying, "This is London. You're not going to terrify us. We'll be out the next day doing our normal routine." And uh, and so ultimately, I think that you know, I, I I don't know whether it did that much. I think I think regardless of politics, I think Theresa May. Was it made a stupid decision by calling mm-hmm. that snap general election, mm-hmm. uh, considering she would have had three more years in power. But I mean, to be honest, it it seems to be a trend with sort of you know Western governments at the moment, isn't it? Just yeah, doing everything stupid, is going to shit. Doing basically. stupid, doing stupid shit. Well, I mean, the French pulled it together. And I'm relati- I'm relatively sure that the Germans are going to pull it together too. But I think I think what has happened around the rest of the world is when you see what ha- what can become of of things by looking at Donald Trump, you think, well, we can't let that happen here. <laughs> I think that happens. Like we just this is not going to happen here. We're going to fucking turn out and vote because we're not going to allow yeah, this to I happen think, yeah. here. I think there's a I think there's a thing of that happening now because it's literally what it looks like. 
It started, I think, yeah. in Sweden immediately after Trump got elected that, that a guy beat back a far-right thing. And then um, uh, Macron mm-hmm. beat, the shit out of, beat the shit out of that crazy racist Le woman, Le Pen. And then <laughs> this woman now in, in Britain, she falls down. I don't know what that means for the government of Britain, but it means that she doesn't advance her agenda, whatever that means, you know. Well, I mean, ultimately, uh, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's not looking good over there. But I mean, I, if I was you, Randolph, I, I wouldn't worry about about that. You know, it's kind of like you're on the Titanic and worrying whether the British guy's got enough ice in his drink. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Enough ices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, only the only ones I could talk to are you and Norm. I remember Norm put up a status afterwards with like a sigh and like, okay, now I'm gonna have to explain to a bunch of people <laughs> what what exactly is yeah, happening. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for the best example of uh, the British electoral process, I, I suggest everybody watch. Blackadder the third episode <laughs> one, uh, and that will basically sum it all up for you. Um, but I've got to go now, Randolph. It was lovely talking to you. All right, brother. It was uh, great talking to you, fussing. and I will see got you. Got to keep fussing tables because I'm a successful comedian. Always um, success. And yeah, and uh, you on, uh, right. is your beautiful wife coming to the show Thursday? Um, I, I hope so. Otherwise, she'll be receiving a, a, a papers for divorce. You tell Randolph. Said, <laughs> you tell Randolph said he wants an afro on fleek. <laughs> yeah, did you notice that she got her afro got ripped off by Phoebe Robinson? Is Phoebe, Phoebe wearing the afro same afro yeah, now, from, really? Yeah, from, you know, <laughs> yeah, I texted her. I texted her. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe trying to jack the afro style. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> My wife gets her style jacked by everybody. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> look, look how many people are wearing nose rings and dyeing their hair at the moment. That's that true. That. That's yep. true. That is true. All right, brother, we'll see you. Anyway. I'll Thanks so soon, much boss. for Take coming care. on, brother. Take right, care. Man. Peace, Anytime, money. Man. Yeah, I'll be on in person again soon. Of course. All right. Peace. Thanks. All right. See you soon. Bye. So that specific that ignorance was, is on Thursday, the 15th. That was the English Bay. Drafthousecomedy.com for the directions and details and all that. Doors open at 8. Shows at 8.30. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. I we might so. try to record it, make it make uh, like a bonus episode out of it. Yeah, I mean, I have the recorder. Just throw it up on the table. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about off the soundboard. You want to go and do off the board? Yeah, I mean, that's you it. You makes what, it. You know what to do. We should do that. It's easy. It's, that's a that's a Thursday. We can put that behind the paywall. Right, a little, little bonus, a Thursday, little we'll bonus episode. Bonus that behind the paywall. We, we did that with the first one, but the sound wasn't sound right. Sound was shaky, but I think this board will be better. Yeah, the beer baron sound system is a little yeah, jacked up. This board will be Something better. was wrong yeah. with it when you we. You want to say it. hello to everybody? No, you already did. They'll hear you. Too late. Oh, no, too late. You had your moment. (laughs) (laughs) You had your moment. Yeah. Um, So we took care of emails. We took care of... Um, did you did you send me an email about the show? Yeah, yeah, I did. We, okay, should have gotten it. it. Yeah, let me look at it because I didn't do any pre-show prep. I had to eat a sandwich. (laughs) Eat a sandwich? Oh, God, I was fucking hungry. Like sandwich you made yourself or that you went out and bought? No, a sandwich I made myself. It was weird, man. I, I... I did that thing last night. I was on uh, Fox, local news, not the big Fox. I was on the local affiliate. It's like being on ABC. There's like ABC, local. big ABC, and it's then there's just local ABC. Fox 5. I was on Fox ABC. 5. Local. Mm-hmm. It's local, local television here. I did a thing last night. Shout out to Pete Bergen, who we haven't had on. Um one of uh one of my what I call one of my down ass white dudes, <laughs> Pete Bergen, <laughs> who I I shouted out in a uh, tweet I sent to Aaron, or a uh, comment about Black Panther. Hey, because uh, everybody because as soon as the Black Panther 
thing dropped yesterday, everybody was like, black Twitter went crazy. I, this is what I'm wearing to the premiere. And it was like <laughs> the Prince, Prince of Zamunda and African clothes. And I said, I'm trying to decide between Prince of Zamunda or just a dashiki and a spear. <laughs> but whatever I'm doing, whoever I go with, we're going to be in, in a circle in the lobby just doing our Kenyan jumps, <laughs> our Kenyan warrior jumps before the shit starts. <laughs> I said, And that includes Andy, Petey, and Pete Bergen. <laughs> yeah. If they choose to go. I got to start shopping for a beret or something. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. I, I mean, I, I watched that trailer and I was swayed momentarily off my superhero film stance, See, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm not a comic book guy either. Path. You have Netflix, right? Yep. Watch Avengers Civil War when they introduce Black Panther. Mm -hmm. He's the best character in the movie. Okay. Him and his father and Wakanda. and Because he gets the coldest lines. Like mm -hmm. this dude is trying to end us. Hey, I'm Clint. He goes, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets the cold, he gets the coldest lines. I don't care. <laughs> See, my feeling on superheroes has always been that Gambit was really the only one I could relate to because it was the most likely one I'd end up like. Just a guy smoking cigarettes, playing cards, fucking <laughs> yeah, that's beating what he people does. down with weapons. Like, you know, it's it just not – the other stuff's not tenable for me. Right, right. Uh, but maybe this guy will show me something. Like Panthers, man. Well, it's all just... trailers, too. I mean, just about every trailer, it looks like the movie's going to be incredible. So, like, that's for me. I'm like, okay, well, they all look like this. But well, this yeah. violence was exceptional. No, nah, because I saw I saw the Prometheus trailer and this new Aliens trailer, and I was like, this is going to be garbage. I'm talking about comic book trailers. <laughs> Some Super of them, like Fantastic movies. Four ones, looked like shit. Those, and those movies were shit. Yeah, well, the 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 ones that generally but the, the one Marvel, I them, the Marvel I can't ones judge. Were good. Comic book. I don't know enough about comic books to judge what all looks like trailer. shit and what looks yeah. great. To me, they all look the same. Yeah, uh, like black people. There you go. Uh, no, but to me, all this. I'm sorry, I have a Bill Maher moment, guys. Uh, but all comic book stuff, even the movies themselves, like when people are like Spider Man Two is the best one ever, and I'm like, I don't see any difference between that one and Spider Man Three. It's yeah. the same. Yeah. He all the guy's superpower, bad guy almost beats him, and then the good guy wins. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So I don't really. I look at all comic book trailers. I'm like, oh, okay. It's the Doctor Strange one was good because of the, just uh, of the filmography of it. it. Was like Inception. Yeah. <laughs> the way it was filmed. I don't know anything about Black Panther either. Yeah. I don't know anything at all about he's that. Prince, character. Prince of Wakanda, King. So Bay he's not from the Bay Area. No, <laughs> <Okay>. afraid not. <laughs> it's the most technologically advanced and uh, powerful nation on Earth. They're the smartest people on Earth. Okay. He's okay. African. This African nation. They're, it's a very, very wealthy nation because they have a metal there called vibranium. Okay. Captain America's shield is made out of vibranium. Vibranium. It's so it's just all about place, rhythm. It's only yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the only place you know. It's your Bill Maher moment. Oh, my BM. It's the only <laughs> place you can get it is from them. They're very wealthy and they keep themselves closed off from the rest of. Do they all have? Special powers? No, it's it's laid down from it's the king's line. Okay. That they have these abilities. They're basically so he's royalty. Two, yes. So he's, 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 he's like he's literally a prince. prince. Yes. Okay. And his father was the king, Tichaka, and then before him there was another. And all this Black Panther, Black Panther, the, it's, it goes down from father to son, father to son. So his, his father has powers too? He passed away. Okay. He passes the mantle on to his son. Oh, so only one person can have. At a time. Okay. There can yeah. only be one. But, but they're all, you're connected mentally to... To the, also to the previous Black Panther, it's like the Force. So you can draw off their experience. You can draw off their experience, even though like you that. didn't experience yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And he's T'Challa. Here's the thing that I like about because a, a, a white man drew the Stan Lee. Mm -hmm. T'Challa's the smartest guy in in the in the Marvel universe. It's pretty much 
as far as men in the Marvel Universe, he's easily one of the smartest ones there. He's Oxford Rose Scholar and speaks multiple languages. He's like their jizza. Phys- physically, <laughs> yeah, physically in shape. You know, gets all the baddest women. Mm-hmm. He was like the dude. <laughs> he was backbone like, of the whole clan. Yeah, he's like the dude. <laughs> he's been in every. He's been in Fantastic Four, Avengers. He's the dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the Professor he's, Flex. He also has a moral a moral compass that is pretty straight. And he gets cold. He gets off cold lines. Like in the, even in the comics I read, he was talking to Namer, who would be Namer is Marvel Comics Aquaman. So think Aquaman, but but colder than Aquaman, because all Marvel characters are colder than DC. DC characters are kind of like goofy, and Marvel characters are like like. There's a line in one of the books I was reading, one of the comics I was reading, where uh, Black Panther they had went to war with uh, the people from under the sea, where basically Namers from, mm-hmm. and Black Panther they have to do some business together, and Black Panther tells him, "When all this is done, right." And when I can satisfy my needs instead of my wants, mm-hmm. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so he gets off lines <laughs> like that. I'm going to kill you. Mm. That's what, you know, shit like that. He's, he's a cold dude. So does he I, have I, like, I, a, like a particular enemy, like a Lex Luthor type? Yes. Yeah, it's a guy named Claw. Claw? He's missing a hand. And in the comics, he has a, a mechanical hand. Mm-hmm. Is he also from Wakanda? Is he from... No, he's white. No, yeah. he's white. He's There's a lot from... of that. There's a lot of is that. Is he from the this... caves of Europe? There's, yes, and they, they have <laughs> said that. I think there's a part where... Caucasus. Where... where uh, Dr. Yakub's uh, Where T'Challa, T'Challa tells them, while you, while you people were... Scratching in ca- scratching in caves naked, we were charting the stars. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Shit like that right. happens. Some five percent or shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I can say that this movie is definitely not going like to escape controversy. I will enjoy no. it, and um, <laughs> and I'll enjoy the reaction. And white people agree. Yeah, it's going to make white people mad. Ryan Coogler, who wrote it and directed it, is amazing. He's the one who did Creed and Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, yeah, I was just great. watching Creed the other day because it's on Amazon. I realized I forgot I have Amazon. It's part of my Prime thing. Amazon you ever sen- do that sometimes? You they, click it Amazon on Amazon sends me emails like uh, like three times a year like, did you know you could watch videos? Right. I'm like, yeah, I just yeah, never do. Yeah, I just never do. <laughs> and oh, I, click, yeah. I click the button on accident and I was like, oh shit, Creed's on Amazon. Guess yeah. I'll be crying today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guess I'll be crying today. Amazon so said, Prime is the shit. And Ryan Coogler did that. And the way he shoots scenes, mm-hmm. and you saw Creed. Yo, man, Creed was scenes. fire. Those Me and scenes. Haywood went and saw in the, the theater. Way, like the, the way he shoots scenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it's just, it's, so I expect yeah. this shit to be On fire. Point. I expect mm-hmm. this shit to be fire. You know, and they just have all the subversive shit, like uh, T'Challa's personal guard or women, Dor- the Dormelage, they're all bald, mm-hmm. beautiful, tall, Dark skinned black women who are bald. It's just all this fire shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just fire. Angela Bassett plays his mom. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Is uh is Claw in the trailer? Yes, he's the guy that's in the in the in the room, the one who's talking about Wakanda. The crazy dude. That's him, yeah. The weird like the Right. Okay. That's right. Claw. You know who he is? That's Andy Xerxes who plays all of the CGI characters in all these movies. Okay. He was Gollum in um Lord of the Rings. He was all those, he usually wears a suit and he'll act the part out for Brian. Right. Yeah. He does those. This is like a, a, a live action one that he's doing. Remember He-Man had a character named Clawful? 
<laughs> like awful, but with a claw. That's funny. Like that stinkor. He man had stinkor. I remember. Oh, the power of Grayskull. I'm really looking forward to it, man. I can't. I said it, they got to release it on February 1st. How could you not do that? Isn't it coming out like early next year? Is that the yeah? So mm-hmm. you drop it on February 1st. The first day of Black History Month? Are you kidding? Or whatever that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Drop it on February 1st. I think they had the release date. I thought somewhere. they did. I know it's... it's Just said February 2018. Yeah. Oh, I was just... Okay, so no That'll be February 1st. <laughs> February 1st. My guess is they're probably halfway done with it and they're doing... Yeah, they got it. They're not. It's not finished. Also, February sixteenth. That's what Google says. The new says. Star Wars. February sixteenth. Yeah, so you got to bring that in on the first. The new Star Wars is like fire too. No, February sixteenth. That's great because it's just after Valentine's. Oh, just after Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, and then now well, you, you're. You now know, that you're broke, I'll do anything for you. You really treated me well. All right, look, okay, here's take what me you to see Panther. Here's what you can do. <laughs> you can let me go see Panther by myself. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> let me just go experience it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you can do. <laughs> I just want to go see it by myself. I guess the title is just going to be Black Panther. Black I'm not Panther. Have any kind yeah. of that first picture of him sitting on a throne? Oof. Oof. Fire! I think I I, I uh, made a copy of that one. Let me see if I have it here. Didn't wasn't there a picture of like a Huey Newton on a someone was. That's that's the picture that she, someone was, was doing Newton a side by side. A, yeah, they they they. Copped it from that. Was it Huey Newton with like a gun? Yeah, that um, one. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> copped it from that. T'Challa. His father's name was T'Chaka. This is the picture. Uh, Huey Newton seated. seated yeah, in a, they copped. Yeah. Okay. Seated in a chair. That kind of looks similar. Come He's here, got, girl. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. So. Yeah, that's the chair Petey Green used to sit in. The Petey Green chair, yeah, the Papasan. The Papasan chair. The big wicker chair. Okay. Petey Green of local DC fame. You know it. Drink your water, stretch out, stay hydrated, okay? Remember, attack the ball. Attack the ball. Soccer game? Yeah. Attack the ball. Attack the ball. Don't be passive. Yep, attack the ball. So at least we got that looking for because I came off stage and my phone was blowing up. All these mentions in my... uh, in my Twitter feed, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. I was like, what? Let me look at the thing. I watched I, the trailer. I was like, oh, my God. That's a weird <laughs> time to drop a trailer, a Friday night during a Basketball game. Basketball game. Yeah, I guess so. Black mm-hmm. black men dominating. LeBron throwing the pass to himself off the backboard. Yeah, all-star game <laughs> Let's shit. Put mm-hmm. shit <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this shit in. Let's put this shit in. Well, then Amber Rose was like, well, you want anyone want to see my You want to see this? I got yes. something I can show y'all. Oh, I'm just going to drop this now. Yeah, that was supposed to be. Here's the thing about Amber Rose. It's It's thing about feminism to me that I noticed yesterday that feminism becomes whatever the person saying the word needs it to be. Yep. That's what feminism has become now. Whatever the person thing. whatever the person saying it needs it to be, it becomes that. You know how many strains of feminism there are now? Right. And it becomes that. Put it in Wikipedia sometime. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because I'm a feminist. Well I'm gonna do the exact opposite of that. Because you can do whatever you want. Because that's the, I'm a feminist. That's the, mm-hmm. that's I can the do whatever point. I want because I'm a feminist. Because there used to be... Just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Basically is what I would say. There like, used to be a, a thing where it was like, you know, feminists would look down on women who, for example, posed in Playboy Plays or Playboy, were strippers. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. I thought the whole thing was about being able to do whatever you, you, want. you want. Agency. Right. And so it, it, so I think then the that, people who would pose in Playboy said, okay, well, 
this is what feminism is, is me posing in Playboy. I don't think they would say this is what feminism is. I think they would say feminism leaves room for me to do this. It should. You shouldn't say yeah. I shouldn't do that. But then the other side would say, um, you know, it should just be about your sexuality and all that. So I think ultimately it just turns into, I think that's right, room to do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I personally yeah. think, yeah, I, about Amber, I feel like, listen, this girl has no talent. Amber Rose? All she has is that amazing body of hers. Mm-hmm. That's all she's got. She posted a... It's natural from what I can see. Mostly naked pictures. <laughs> I would them. call it a feminist act, though, because she didn't use a razor. <laughs> well, that's another thing, because I showed it to, to, to me and the queen were talking about it, and I was like, you know, she... Because I turned on my Instagram, I was like, how is this on Instagram? I was like, it's because it's it's just a bikini. Mm-hmm. That's all, You can't see anything. Mm-mm. Except her hair. I think Instagram took it down, though, finally. They probably did, but you can't see anything. It's still so nudity. She's right on that. Mm-hmm. There's no difference between that and the and the uh, the ones she took with the string bikini on. It's the same goddamn thing. Right. It's the exact same thing. Uh, it's still on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, she well, has, Twitter don't give a fuck. Twitter, doesn't really care. <laughs> Twitter don't give a Twitter don't give two shits. Uh, <laughs> and then she posted it with, uh, like, there was a website. She was promoting something. Whatever, yeah, Amber she's Rose. promoting Amber Rose. AmberRoseSlutWalk.com. Yeah. But she has no discernible talent. So her talent is her is this her shockingness of her ridiculous-ass body. This her is the body th- is bananas. The third this Amber is. Rose Slut Walk is coming up. Yeah, third her body's bananas. I don't give a fuck. At least, hopefully, she ages better than... Because Kim Kardashian is going to age horrifically. It's going to mm-hmm. be a sad sight. It's too much meat. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all fake. When she starts going downhill, <laughs> the natural shit goes to shit around the fakeness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be mm-hmm. a sad sight. Well, we're, we're kind of early in the, um, the fake-ass era. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like like breast implants. I, I think with the early the people, the early adopters probably sure. had some some weird looking things going on when they got a little older. Yeah, oh yeah, you know. And, and I wonder if the fake asses. We don't know how how those things age yet because mm-hmm. well, I've seen you know, that picture of of Kim on in the last set of bikini pictures that she put out. Yeah, I was like, oh Jesus Christ, man! Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's she's also? It's, it's not going good. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, she's how old is she? Thirty five. Maybe thirty-five, but that's not thirty-five. That's no real thing anymore. If you take care of yourself, thirty-five. I mean, Gabrielle Union's got to be forty. She's had two kids. Yeah, I think maybe two. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Gabrielle Union's got to be forty, and she's come yeah, forty-seven. She'll looking. be leaking sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> the Amber Rose weekend. Me, Amber Rose yeah. <laughs> slut walk, uh, October first, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, third annual. So I, I never heard of this until now. So that picture. Now has raised awareness, right? So for the Amber Rose. So now slut you walk. know you gonna go to it. Ah, uh, what city is it in? No, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> you mean they don't have one in every city? There's like not, this, I don't. I've like seen one in DC. Let's block Sharia Sharia law shit they're doing today. They don't have one. What? Uh, no, is that something that's going on today? Oh, it's block well, Sharia law. We wouldn't know because we're not white supremacists. There's nothing to block. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's not a thing. That's, no, it's just a code that certain people like to live by. Yeah, and it's not a thing. That's it's not, not happening a, in this country. That's a that's a what can we do to fuck with these Muslims? Well, that's mm. just like uh, people are people are idiots, right? And right. and idiots have the internet now uh, in droves. Like the other night, Thursday, mm. I went into D.C. I was going to go to Town Tavern and then go to Big Hunt. I get into Adams Morgan like a nine ten. 
Mm-hmm. All the streets were blocked off. That's the one with the cup. Yeah. The yeah. All the streets were blocked off. And there's gridlock and you can't get anywhere. And it's like, oh, this street's blocked. Let me go down this street. Oh, that's blocked too. We go down this street. That's blocked. Fuck, I'm going to Big Hunt. And then I went to Big Hunt and then pulled it up on Twitter. Actually, Milner pulled it up. I was telling him, it was like, it was a big debacle, all these cops everywhere. And he pulled it up and it was, you know, someone mows down two cops and a transit worker in a truck. Mm-hmm. Cops stand in the middle Solid of the street guy. in Adams Morgan. Nut, nut job, black dude. Uh, he had a beard, yeah, but anyway, the, the, before they even posted a We're picture of the guy, the rest of their lives. it's two guys, two guys in a truck, yeah, and there was like a dudes. gun in the truck. Before they even posted a picture of the guys, their names hadn't been out there. This It had just happened. There's all these tweets from these fucking bots and idiots yeah. that are like, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protester runs down cops. Muslims run down cops. Why isn't no one saying it's just terrorism yet? And this is like an hour after it happened. Like right. They're still on the street working on these they haven't taken them to the hospital yet in a couple right. cases so when you click on that the uh trending topic those are all the tweets you see mm-hmm. because those are like people have flooded twitter with first it's muslims isis attack this looks just like the isis attack in london mm-hmm. black lives matter protesters hit cops and it's just bullshit it's mm-hmm. all bullshit Lies. but it's the first tweets you see when you click on the Lies. trending topic and idiots then so well, why have they called it terrorism yet? They haven't even called it an accident yet. It just happened. Like mm-hmm. no one even knows what's going on. Mm-mm. And there are idiots who just buy into that, and then they they hang on to that. Like they they think that's the fact. Like well, how come they stopped saying that? It was like no one really credible was saying no that. Credible mm-hmm. was saying it. Just you some random saying. Twitter, f- right. you know, or a thousand. You know, that's, Russia did that. They flooded Twitter with fake stories, mm-hmm. and people bought that shit. Mm-hmm. I've noticed since the election that a lot of the fake. Like li- literal fake news websites, like Action Channel Forty Six, and it would be like right. some fake story. Those don't come up anymore because Facebook cracked down. But there was a period last year where like a lot of dummies on my Facebook feed were believing everything that they saw. So, so let's let's do this. Let's 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 change. How much? Where are we at? Oh, we're at uh forty five. Okay, let's minutes. do this. Let's talk about Bill Maher, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about Trump a little bit. And then we'll probably have to end that one, start up another one, and we'll come in with. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of work it out, but I do. We do need to probably hit Bill Maher and Trump. We can hit London, and like Reza Aslan and stuff on the next one. Well, yeah, also, we but we have because we got to talk about the Trump, the Trump thing, the Comey thing, and and Bill Maher. When I got home last night, uh, uh, Bill, Maher, I just happened to come in and catch it. I was in the. I was in the. I was in the green room. Last night, Fox <laughs> Five, local Fox Five, <laughs> local Fox Five, WTTG DC and Channel the, Five, and the Queen sent me the thing saying that, um, uh, uh, oh, Michael Eric Dyson is ripping Bill Maher. I didn't um, see any of that. I only saw the ice, which I'll pull up the ice cube tw- clip. It's twenty minutes. He yeah. basically Ice Cube says basically the same things that Bill Maher. Well, we'll pull it up right now. The same things that Michael Eric Dyson says. The Ice Cube Except clip. Michael Eric Dyson was twenty minutes. Ice Cube was the other. You know, they bring out the guest toward the right. end after the panel has already talked for a while. Ice Cube was that guest. Mm-hmm. Right. But the panel had three people on it. Two black. Uh, the Werner Bernie director of. Yeah, and then there was an, I don't know who's the first interview guest, yeah. but that was Michael Eric Dyson. Was the first interview? Oh, he was an interview. He wasn't a panelist. No, then. because they sat and talked for like twenty minutes. Okay, it's, it's a long talk. What? Here's the thing: is that everybody, uh, most of Black Twitter, Black people, were ripping Michael Eric Dyson. He mentioned it about, you know, we call him a house a house nigga, and, and you're a coon for going on, because we were all worried that he was going to go on and he was going to give Bill the out. Right. 
I know you. You're not like that, Bill. He didn't do that. Yeah. From And this is just me saying this, and if, if anybody should know me by now would know that if I thought he was giving him out, I would say that he didn't give him an out. He's clearly friends with Bill Maher, but he didn't give him the out. Mm. The only thing I didn't like about it all was through all the breakdown of all the words and stuff like that, they did, and Ice Cube comes right up to it, but he doesn't go over the line with it of saying that what I had been saying previously was beyond saying the word nigga, who cares? Um, well, obviously we care, but beyond saying that, you have it in your mind of what a black man, what, what male blackness is supposed to be. Like the Wayne Brady. That's more offensive to me than anything, to, to say that Wayne Brady is not black. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the offensive thing, to say that you wish Barack Obama acted more black. What the fuck do you think black? Who the fuck is you mm-hmm. to, to, to call out Wayne Brady's blackness? And then when Wayne Brady said, well, I'll walk up on you and beat shit out of you, how about that? He <laughs> said shit about Wayne Brady since then. I've right. noticed that. He hasn't said shit about Wayne Brady since then. Well, that you know? was a, yet another teachable moment where maybe Bill Maher learned something. Yeah. But how many times does he have to keep learning something? Learning something. Mm-hmm. You know, like at you know? some point, like, you know, like does he have to learn every lesson publicly? Can he figure that shit out on his, in his head? Right. So that was one of those, well, maybe he thought, well, yeah, he's right. Maybe I did stereotype a little bit what blackness should be right. and left it alone after that. Mm-hmm. But then this happens. Right. And then so it's like, well, did you really leave it alone? Did you leave? Did you get anything out of that situation? Yeah. Uh, speaking for what you think is cool to say yeah. w- among black people or how black people think or what words can be used. I don't he, know. He I mean, he did it, say to Michael Eric Dyson, which I agree with, that in that particular moment as a comedian, it's the perfect joke to make. It's the perfect joke to make right then and there on the spot. However... It's not the perfect joke for him to say. It's the perfect joke for me to say, mm-hmm. but it's not the perfect joke for him you to say. You don't have to make that joke. But yeah. I probably wouldn't. I would go in the vein of that. But, but I all you would have to like say that. is, all you would have to say is, I'd be in the you? house. I'd be yeah. in the house. Yeah. That's what yeah. I felt. Yeah. 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 And also, but you want to put as much maximum impact into the shit as you possibly can. Well, and this mm-hmm. is the thing. I mean, I had a, a little Facebook post about it last week, but the you can't make Bill Maher black just for that one line. Right. He has to be black for the whole, at least the line that preceded it, right. which is uh, we'd love to have you out in the fields, or or probably the whole interview. There are no black to- hosts or very few, so right. it's like you don't even get the opportunity to see how would Larry Wilmore handle a conversation like that because he's not on TV anymore. Anymore. So you're stuck with Bill Maher, and if you're going to say, well, if he was black, it wouldn't be a problem. But if he was black, the guy probably would have made the in the fields joke. He wouldn't have made that joke. That's a joke that a white guy can mm-hmm. make to another white guy. But any white guy with half a brain wouldn't make that joke to a black guy. This guy, I mean, he's a senator from Nebraska. Who knows where his head is? But he seems fairly young. He probably understands a little bit about that. Right. So in the whole scenario, that, that scenario wouldn't present itself to you unless the guy said the fields joke. Right. If you were the host of that show, would he have even made no, that show? He wouldn't have made so that show. even though that might have been a the, completely different for the it's senator, completely different out of fear, fear of me, fear of living the job, fear of offending blackness. But, but where I'm going with it, the senator, maybe the in the fields joke for him, who's not a comedian, but still, it's a lighthearted conversation up to mm-hmm. that point. Think of the corn. Maybe fields. that was the perfect joke for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he said it, and then Bill Maher said the quote perfect joke on top of that. But if he was talking to D.L. Hughley. Would he have still made his perfect joke about no, the fields? No, you cannot. You can just not say it. 
No. Who cares if it's the perfect line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I remember talking to um I think it was Danny Ruye when he first got on the radio. And we were talking about how like, you know, he was new to it, but a show would be over and it would be like, ah, oh, I have all this shit that I didn't get to say. I remember we used to do that with the podcast. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be driving home going, oh, fuck, I had a good point and I never got to it. I had a great joke there and I never got it out. I should have said this. And someone told him, was if you end a show with a bunch of great things you didn't get to say, it means that was a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you overflowed with good things to say. Yeah. So you don't have to make the perfect joke just because it's the perfect joke. I get the comedic instinct that was served up on a platter, right? As this, as a you know, a, a slavery reference joke. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. And then the other guy, you know, he didn't have to make the fields joke. But white guys, among other white guys, kind of playfully make jokes like that sometimes that they wouldn't say to a black person in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you have to make him black for the whole interview, the host. And then the interview is different. It doesn't even the dialogue doesn't sound the same. And that joke isn't served up on a platter. If if the senator's not an idiot, which mm-hmm. who knows? I don't know anything about that guy. But <laughs> you can't just make Bill Maher black for one sentence, right? And say it would have been all right, you know? Right. It's not well, the way he was. He was very contrite. Um, here he um, is, uh, Michael Eric Dyson, who's highly intelligent. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't say any rap lyrics this time, so that, that was, <laughs> was just him talking. In the immortal words of Too Short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but this is say bitch. this is a little bit of Ice Cube talking to Bill Maher. All right, let's bring out Ice Cube. He's an actor, producer, an iconic rapper whose historic album. From 1991, Death Certificate is now re-released in a 25th anniversary edition with three new songs. I like to see that that's the album getting the shout out because that's his best work. 91. Yep. When did America Knows Want to come out? 90. Okay. 90. That was his prime. Ice Cube on brand. Black shirt, L.A. Dodgers, black hat. Never I know changed. you also want to talk about my transgression. What do you want to yeah. do first? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was going to fuck up sooner or later. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I love your show. You got a great show. Thank you. You know, uh, but you be bucking up against that line a little bit. You know, you got a lot of black jokes. You know what I'm saying? You do. Well, in... Against racists. Uh, Not, yes. Uh, sometimes you sound like a redneck trucker. Up no, here, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> now that yes, I gotta, you do. No, I don't. That yes, I got to push back on. All right. It's my opinion. Okay, it is. See, my, it my stop, stop right there. I've heard that opinion. That's what I mean. He alluded to do the thing about Wayne Brady. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. But he yeah. didn't go He didn't go into it. That I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is you? Yeah. And I say that not even saying it with anger at you. I'm just, who do you think you are to question somebody else's uh, somebody's blackness, blackness? if you're a white guy. Right. <laughs> and before, but my thing is this, you know, and I'm cool with you. I like your show, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I just want to know two questions. What made you think that it was cool to say that? You know, I, I just... That's ex- one question. I just explained. It, 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 there was no thought put into it. Obviously, I was telling Dr. Dyson... Comedians, they react. And it was wrong, and I apologize. And, you know, I, more than that, I can't do. I accept your apology. But 
I still. Oh, good Ice Cube. Thank you, Thank Ice Cube. Good Ice Cube. The fucking crowd. <laughs> you yeah. clapped. Someone clapped quick too. One person started Yay. the applause break. There was. A, I'm gonna back up a little. There was one clap. Like yeah, yeah, he said it, and then everyone else was like, oh, I guess we got to clap. And it was wrong, and I apologized. And you know, I, more than that, I can't do. I accept your apology, but I still. That one piece of shit. Who <laughs> started clapping for everyone else? Like, thank you, Ice Cube, for accepting the apology. I think we need to get to the root of. He's a bigger man, Ice because Cube. Because I think it's a lot of guys out there who cross the line because they a little too familiar, yeah, or they well, think they too familiar. And that's what or I said. Or guys that Omar has a. It's funny how black people we all talk and think alike. Bill Maher's too familiar with us. He's too familiar, and you start to think you're too familiar. Mm-hmm. And you jump across the line. You don't know what you don't know. Michael yeah. Eric Dyson said his son, who's also a writer, shockingly, his son <laughs> said that, you know, I know white guys who think that they're down with the down with the culture. Mm-hmm. And came when he said, but the white guys who are really down with the culture, don't. Yeah, and that's the thing. They don't wear it. And they that guys are really down with the culture. And you run around talking about hey niggas in it. They're not doing. Mm-hmm. It. White guys who are really down with the culture don't do that. Mm-mm. They just, they don't do that. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I will say I've been guilty of stuff like that before growing up, but it's yeah. like you. I'm sure grown man now. Yeah, I'm a grown man. But you learn these things coming up. Yeah. Well, and, and hopefully that's why, I mean, you don't learn it on a TV show no. live. But that's why I'm like, well, Bill Maher's had opportunities throughout his life mm-hmm. to sort of have the, quote, teachable moment. And either he hasn't learned all that he can or just, you know, again, the comedic mind pops in and you don't censor that. But, but he's on live TV for 20 years. He knows how to hold back in a live setting where, I mean, we've all yeah. said things on stage. If you isolate that one thing, we sound like monsters. Right. Riffing, saying some dumb shit, saying some sarcastic shit. But when you're on live TV, the stakes are higher. Right. And you can't just, it's not like sitting in the barbershop type shit. So he should know that. But at his age, also, he should know that. Because I would accept it a little more from a 20-year-old mm-hmm. who's just you know not sure where the line is. No, nah, you're right. right or right, a 30-year-old, right. even. Bill Maher's been doing this. He's been doing the TV for is, years. I've run around so many different black people coming up that told me different things about mm-hmm. that that's, word and when it could be said, when it couldn't. Could it yeah. be? That's, that's our fault. And I say that. I've said I've told Tim that. Because Tim's like, well, I don't mind if white people do it. I said, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to have somebody white that you know come up and say it to me. Mm-hmm. And then what? Yeah. Because it's going to be a different yeah. It's going to be a different party. And then they're going to be upset. Well, Tim said I can say, well, I'm not Tim. Right. Well, that's why the right. white guy can't just, that goes back into all black people think the same thing. Right. right. One black guy told me that. And so now I got, I mean, people literally think they have a pass to say it because someone gave them permission. Sure. That's such Justin a stupid Sh- thing Justin to think. Schlegel told me that. All oh, the people that I worked with at some job, they gave me permission to say it. They even gave me a little card. It's this. I said, okay, they're going to get you fucked up in Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're in Baltimore. You can't. They're going to get you fucked up. Yeah. That's what your people at your job are setting you up to be killed. <laughs> they're going to get you fucked but up. But you also then leave your job and think all of them are like that. Right. Which is on you now. Yeah. So it can't be the responsibility of the guy at work Mm-mm. to, you know, be in your ear the whole time like don't the little angel shit. on your shoulder yeah, don't do that saying, you know you're, hey, you're not at work right now you shouldn't yeah. do that you should probably know that mm. and maybe you don't when you're young maybe you're just young and dumb like a lot of mm. people are but at some point 
you know, it, it's at some point you've probably either learned from crossing the line, yeah, or witnessing someone else cross the line, right, or just having someone tell you don't ever cross that line, right. And, and so you know, you learn from experience one way or the other. And that's just what the weird thing with Bill Maher is he's been around for a long fucking time. Too familiar, man. Too familiar. You get comfortable with black people like you because because you sitting with Killer Mike and smoking weed. Yeah. Now, Who knows think, what the fuck he says with him and Killer Mike? Do you think that he's like hanging with Killer Mike, dropping it all the time, or like man, stuff I don't like know that. I don't know. That's the I other thing. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Hollywood <laughs> too, and a guy of his prestige and power, kind of I think might intimidate other people that would normally check them, but maybe they're saying, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it. I could get some money, or I could be on his show, or I could do this or that." It's possible, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he's got some there's power. Secondary gain sometimes, maybe to not embracing. What and who you knows if think. he's he's not probably not walking around saying that word all the time around Killer Mike. I would hope you know not. I mean? but yeah, he's, that's he's, what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know. I would hope not. He was talking I would to hope a white Mike, guy. I would hope Mike would 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 not stop that. But I do know that hanging around a guy like Killer Mike, who likes you starts to put a familiarity in your head mm-hmm. like well this, these, these people like me yep. yeah you know yep. you know you know what yeah, i know that because i used to get a lot of this was uh why don't you like the bernie Sanders? i'm like because bernie sanders is, is don't give a fuck about black people mm-hmm. are you saying he's racist I'm like i'm not saying he's no more racist than any other old white man from vermont he's <laughs> fucking he's an old white dude from vermont he doesn't get a fuck about hey, and, ben and, and jerry aren't racist and then here it comes well i know they're not they got fucking they got an ice cream named black lives matter <laughs> right? i don't know if you know that but right. it, uh, and then here yeah man wow. they're fucking down for the cause was it All like right. black lives batter something it was something crazy <laughs> like it was something, look that up it's on fucking right, google ben up. and jerry's black lives matter ice cream and the thing will come up yeah. but then and then the the capstone for people when you talk about him was like well he's friends with killer mike Mike. I'm like, oh, mm. there they go. So he can't be racist. Right. He there did, they go. He dated a black girl a couple times. Yeah, because Killer Mike is so woke that why yeah. would Killer Mike be friends with him if he wasn't? You know? Right. You Empowerment. Yeah, see? Hey. <laughs> Empowerment. Yeah. And then I like were, that. The proceeds went to like, like, yeah. They were saying the money to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool. I'm cool with, men, with them. Like, yeah, I got to buy this. Just trying to say black people like menthol or something? Yeah, well. <laughs> I think I think that's been well proven now. They're putting fiberglass in this edition. Is there, are been, there new ports in there? I think that's been well right. proven. No, I'm, I'm getting too familiar. Uh, <laughs> but here's the rest of the ice cube thing. I mean, it's not that long, but you know, you might have a black girlfriend or two that made him some Kool Aid every now and then, and they think they can cross the line, and they can't. You know, it's a word that has been used against us. It's like a knife, man. And you can use it as a weapon or you can use it as a tool. It's been used as a weapon against us by white people. And we're not going to let that happen again by nobody because it's not cool. Notice a slower clap. That's all right. (laughs) I don't know how we feel about this one. I know you heard it's it's in the lexicon, everybody talking. But... That's our word now. That's our word now. That was somebody black. Yeah, that was so black. I know they're trying to get it back. And I agree with that. It's guy, and I'm not talking about you, yeah, Bill. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not talking about you, Bill. Okay. But I'm talking about guys who cross the line every day. Jay Moore. Because they got some black homies. They got some friends. They think it's cool. 
And it's not cool because when I hear my homie say it, it don't feel like venom. When I hear a white person say it, it feel like that knife stabbing me, even if they don't mean it. So, you know, I like your show and it's a great show. And I just don't know sometimes, is this a political show or is it a show about jokes? And it's sometimes, it's sometimes the jokes, I know I understand the, the format and you know, you gotta say it's a comedian show, but this to me is a political show. And I think you just have to uh, not step on some of the political messages that you're saying with a joke because some things just ain't funny, you know what I mean? Some, this is real right here I, I, that we're going through. And I'm, I'm not trying to get on your case, Bill. I'm telling you, I like your show, I like you. But I think this is a teachable moment, not just to you, but to the people that's watching right now. Somebody else said. I'm not I think the people I'm, watching right now are, are saying that point has been made. Not by me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you, but you made it. I, mean, I made it. You know, I made I mean, it. I'm done. I mean, and we can laugh now. We can tell jokes. Okay. Would you like to? I mean, I agree with what Ice Cube said. But furthermore, I also think it's about the context in which... I was only joke... one black person on the panel. Okay, so I'm like, no, oh, a girl. So I thought yeah. it was like, he also had two more. Well, my question yeah, was know, a long interview. Yeah. Well, at the front, right? I thought the three-person panel had... Yeah, it was a long apologize, interview. apologize, but in the context, you were... Simone you Sanders? essentially, by mm -hmm. referring to yourself as a house anything, you attempted to whitewash who was really former press secretary for Bernie Sanders for president. Slaved in the house, you know, as a white well, person Well, there you go. America, That's how you know you Bernie likes black people. He had her. <laughs> Not someone enslaved in the house. And it was mostly black women who were enslaved in the house, who were raped, who were beaten daily, That's day why in I said, day out. No, they Bill, you can't, be, you can't be so a house a nigga. You're the house. People in America, that was like a slap in the face to black America, particularly to black women. And so I'm with Ice Cube and Dr. Dyson. This is a teachable moment. And in this teachable moment, we have to talk about just educating and taking it farther. Look, this is on the backdrop. We are two years shy of the 400th anniversary of the first 20 African people being brought to this continent as slaves. We, this is on the backdrop of Confederate monuments of the Confederacy being taken down from Charlottesville, Virginia to New Orleans, Louisiana, and people protesting about it. We gotta fight white folks on taking down the statues of the Confederacy. This is on the backdrop of right here in LA, not two weeks ago, when LeBron James was called the N-word, one of the most powerful yeah, but that's um, not people a problem, and most known people in the world. And so I, it's a teachable moment for everyone to understand that it is more than just a word. Black people are literally fighting the systems of white supremacy and institutionalized racism every single day. And we, every single day, and for some Slightly a delay on that clap people, there. It does not matter how much money we make, what job we do. I, have, I was literally on the campaign trail with Bernie Sanders. I was attempted to be yanked out of the entourage for no other reason except I was a black woman walking with Bernie. That is an issue. And so it's we have to because Bernie's fans are racist. That, uh, we still have some work to do. And we still That's have some why. places to go. Maybe we need to take a group field trip on down to the <laughs> National Museum of African American History and Culture. We're going right. to just do it because to put some, some visuals to the things that we're talking can I, can about. I, can, we, can we plug your record before we run out of yeah. Okay. And, you know, the thing is, too, uh, taking that field trip is all well and good, but for a lot of people, because they're dummies, will just make them feel like they're familiar now. And yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I paid true. my pens, penance, and so now mm -hmm. I'm going to like line step also because I'm one of the good ones. But then there's a, the other thing of um, the guy, the other guy was on there was a Republican who's now out of government, and he was saying how, you know, it was a great thing that Bill Maher 
spoke up and he apologized. That was a good thing. And I just want to commend you, Bill, for for owning up to this and stuff like this. And I'm watching that, and I'm talking to my wife about this about it this morning, and she was like, "That was good." I said, "That's a trick of whiteness. That's whiteness defending whiteness against black people being upset with whiteness." I said, "I don't think that this congressman." Didn't, and I know he didn't. He didn't do it maliciously like, I have to defend this guy. But he did do it mm-hmm. because whiteness defends whiteness. I don't even think he realizes he's doing that when he does it. What he should have said was nothing. There's no reason to say that Bill Maher is a great man for basically taking his lumps. That doesn't make him great. It doesn't make him great to apologize. That mm. just makes you a man yeah. that you said apologize. Well, in this day and age, when nobody apologizes, no, you're you are whiteness and you are defending whiteness, but you don't even. It's so ingrained to defend whiteness that you don't even realize you're defend. You're that's what you're doing. I see you doing it. Mm-hmm. I know that's what you're doing. He got the last word in that that guy. And I like it's because it's a it's an ingrained thing amongst white people. We have to defend one another, particularly against black people. And whether you realize it or not, that's what's happening. It's like I have to I can't let blackness bring down whiteness. I just can't. So mm-hmm. I have to now say, Well, Bill, no, 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 you did a you did a really good thing. Did a noble thing. Yeah. Yeah. You should have been quiet. Good for you, Bill. You should have just been quiet and hung back mm-hmm. and let Bill have have his moment. That's Bill's moment and that's black people's moment with Bill. You know? As for Ice Cube saying that black people i mean i've said that listen i don't know so much about owning the word but i know we bought that word yeah we have bought that word paid for every every ethnic group has bought certain words that have been thrown at them traditionally by white people have bought certain words and those words are theirs now Mm. you know i say many times i grew up in san antonio texas it would never occur to me to call a Mexican guy, a, a wetback, a beaner, a spick. I know the words. It would just never occur to me to do that. I have been called nigger many times by Mexican men, and never not once have I thrown back at them, shut the fuck up, spick. I could do that. I've never done that. Not be not out of not out of fear, I'm afraid of nobody. I'm not not out of that. It's because I'm smart enough to know that that's their word. And even though they're trying to use this word against me, I'm not going to debase myself by then turning around and throwing shit back at them. I'm not going to do that. Let him debase himself. I'll bust your motherfucking ass. <laughs> but I'm not going to try to debase you. I'll just beat the fuck out of you, but I'm not going to try to debase you. Mm. You know, in the process. You know, I'm smart enough to figure that out. I'm a comedian slash personal trainer, and I'm smart enough to know that. Why can't white people wrap their mind around that, two white men? What What is it? Why can't you guys wrap um, your minds around that as a group? For a lot of white people, I mean, this is probably a, for people in general, but I feel like more emphasis is placed on this by white people. Uh, hypocrisy is is like the worst thing that's ever happened ever. Mm-hmm. So when they when people view something as hypocritical, oh, you can say it, but I can't. Even if it might not be hypocritical, but they view it as that. Right. I feel like they go fucking crazy. How? Oh, can, can't have double standards. You hear that double yeah. standard? Life is full of double standards. Totally right. full of it. And uh, you don't you don't make noise when you are in, encounter double standards that affect other people negatively. But when it affects you negatively, it's like, can you believe a double standard? Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Why, why are you so worked up about that? Well, I've noticed that, like, the people that don't decry 
like small instances of hypocrisy or whatever are usually the more calm, rational people that are quick to admit their own foibles right. and take accountability. The self-examination, for them. yeah. You know, and I've had problems in the past, right? So you double standards or whatever. But then when I took stock of my life, you know, not to bring it back to this, and got sober and shit, and saw how fucked up a lot of my behaviors were, that's when I started becoming a better person, and I could feel it. You right. know, um, but I agree with you that I think that. A lot of whites out there just kind of want to say, oh, yeah, I can call hypocrisy. And it's like a game stopper. That's why it's such an attractive yeah. fucking thing. It stops any discussion. Oh, well, you said this and I can't. Oh, well, you know what? Then you're out of the spin zone. You know, <laughs> like that. it's the old O'Reilly. Well, you're thing. like a. I have the facts right here. No, you don't. Right. That's just the thing. You're not even open to learning about yeah. what you're talking about. And if you don't have the facts, say, oh, I'll just wait for the facts to come in, which is just wait for whatever I agree with to come in. Yeah. Right. But it's, you know, when the world is was is catered to you, geared toward you, yeah. you're going to have, it. this is, I mean, white privilege is what it is called now, but it's just, a, you have an entitlement and you feel that uh, you're, you're being subjugated if you don't get everything you're supposed to get. Right. Because you're used to it. It's like a spoiled child. Right. When you're privileged in the playing field levels, it starts to feel like oppression. Right. And But you look at a spoiled child who will not understand a double standard. You know, the, the mm-hmm. kid who has to... The kid who has to get presents on their brother's birthday, right? Right. The same to them, birthday. to them, that's a double standard. How come he got a present and I didn't? Because it's, it's not your birthday. Mm-hmm. Your this was not your day. But they don't understand that. It's there's a little bit of that spoiled child mentality where it's like, how come I don't get? How come I don't get? How come I don't get? And how come I can't do what I want? And it's like you just got to learn that sometimes you don't get what you want. It, that affects or infects a lot of arguments about feminism even. Oh, you're just trying to pull men down. Mm-hmm. Everything like that. And that's not from just white men, but just from, you know, again, the place of privilege. It's just like a spoiled child who's not used to not getting their way. And when they don't get their way, they think it's the worst transgression of all time. Mm-hmm. There are people who compare white suffering to slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they do, and they'll even compare like you know that this is like economic slavery. They use the term <laughs> slavery. You know, people do that. It's like it. It's, who said that about healthcare? It's slavery. It was Michelle Bachman one of those people said it? And so they they don't even get it. Yeah. To them, this is like as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. And what's the reference for, point for as bad as it gets? Slavery. This yeah, is I've just seen like abortion that. compared yeah. pro-choice so you, rallies to slavery. You will say yeah. that you will say that this is how diabolical it is. You'll say that it's you'll think that it's as bad as you as bad as it gets. But then if somebody says, "Yeah, but the founding fathers were slave owners," oh, but right. they were good. They were good people. They were good. To them. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. We all have flaws. So you just said it was bad as it gets, but the founding fathers were good people. Yeah. And they're really not saying slavery is bad. They're just using it as their right. reference point to say that this fucking tax bill is bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And they'll compare it to something atrocious. Right. And generally, you know, they'll go, they'll exaggerate. There's the hyperbole. So they'll say slavery. Uh, some people will say- Hitler's another big Hitler, analogy. Hit, everyone's Hitler. He's tired to death. You know, but it's it's that thing of like, you get shrill and defensive when things don't go your way because you're, you're just not used to that happening. 
Yeah, right. and people and, do it in terms of acclaim, too. You notice yeah. how everybody does one great thing. People are like, he's a genius. Like, okay, did yeah. they invent a fucking cure for cancer? Like, yeah. Yeah, Jim Morrison, a genius? Yeah, he could have a great guitar. He could play <laughs> a couple songs or whatever, but come on. You haven't listened, though. You haven't really listened. There's a lot <laughs> yeah, listen, of man. genius in there, yeah. man. Have you listened, you listen though? To really? Man. Smoke some pot one night and tell me that guy's not a genius. No <laughs> man. <laughs> But it's just like that. It's it's when you're not used to coming in second, the whole world geared toward you. That's why people say BET is racist, <laughs> and they mean it. I mean, this they yeah, right. in their mind they've examined it as far as it needs to be examined, and as far as they go is double standard. Even though it might not even yeah, be double standard. I remember getting in Once that they very hit that, argument, that double standard wall. They're f- now they feel okay. They don't even examine. Well, wait a minute. What about all yeah, the other networks? Yeah, there was a uh, Ramin did that with uh, the Black Girls Rock thing. What if someone put up White Girls Rock? It's like, are you are you kidding me with this? <laughs> yeah. Was that a hash- that hashtag? You know, Black well, Black Girls. Girls now, when the Black Girls Rock thing was out, you know, black women were lit on Facebook, and I think Aaron was talking about it. Yeah, and he she she posted it. And here comes Ramin. Well, wouldn't it be offensive if white girls had a thing? I'm like the reason I said. The reason why black women felt the need to put up, to host a summit where they bring black girls in to tell black girls how excellent they are right. is because they're seen as less than in our society. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Okay, we're not going to talk about this anymore now. Yeah. Okay, because you're telling me something that does, that's not true. Yeah. You're telling me something <laughs> that doesn't exist. And I'm telling you what, what the actual thing is, and you're telling me that it's not. So there's no point in me having a discussion with you moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember in government class in high school. I don't know how we got on the topic, but somebody was saying, well, you know, man, like having the black network, like that's got to be racist, you know? And I said, no. I Why said, does it got to be racist? I said, listen, yeah. I said, do you remember the whole, when you was a kid and you'd ask your mom and dad, like, why is there a Mother's Day, a Father's Day, but there's no Children's Day? They say, oh, every day's Children's Day. Every day's fucking white man's day. Right. Like, take a look around at all your other channels. I was like, and if you really want, those aren't, there's black black guys on those chairs. I said, all right, well, you know what? You guys have fucking TNN. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what that used to be? The, the Nashville, Nashville Network. Network. They'll take the one They'll take the one black person that they know on the thing and they'll say that that, that oh, one yeah, black that person now represents racist. all of black yeah. people. And you see it from yeah. people who are also as far as they're concerned, well-meaning. And not right. even people who are trying to tear yeah, it down. Yeah, this right. guy but wasn't like a fucking outright... People who are the people who are the uh, the allies. Who well, it's, yeah. The, the, the ones who, like, is, let's just keep it in comedy. Like, I have diverse shows. There's one black person <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? Like, And they think, well, I, I'm a good uh, producer of comedy shows because I put a black comic on yeah. and a mixed girl. Right. There's eight comics on the show. And... But as far as they're concerned, they've done the they've yeah. they've they they've, fulfilled the quota. Right, they've Eight done comics, their one part. One black guy, one mixed girl, yeah. one white girl, five white guys. Right, <laughs> and I I've I've said this on stage and you know a couple times now, but a lot of because you'll see white guys go on stage and and I I make a joke out of it too, like you know all these white guys up here tonight, you know like. You, you notice it if you're in the room you're like white guy after white guy after white guy sometimes sometimes if there's three black guys in a row than me I'll say about time they got a white guy up here which gets a laugh <laughs> but all of the white guys who go on stage to decry all the fucking the stream of white guys who just came up on stage before them and the, the three or four that are come up after them they're not ter- they're not t- turned down that spot oh no even though they want it to be a diverse show they're not going to say yeah take me off that 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you guys got to get some more. How about putting uh, this girl on instead of me? That doesn't happen. So you'll still take the spot and then use your spot to say, oh man, a lot of white guys on stage tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. You're one of them. You could have not been on stage. You could have taken it upon yourself. So how far is the sacrifice going to go? You know, you can call it out, but will you take yourself off the show? Right. And even if you do, they might replace it with a white guy, but at least you've done something. You know, or just don't complain about it. Just mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, I see what this is." And sometimes the complaints are joke. It's just for the laughs. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that is like, "Well, I'm going to complain about it, but I still want my piece of that pie." Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I'm going to go to a Black Lives Matter protest, but I still want the things that are afforded to me as a white person. Right. You know what I mean? And even if you don't want that, you get it. You're going yeah. to get it anyway. Right. You know, if you're out at a protest and a bunch of cops start wrangling people up, you can probably, if you're white. Sneak you have a better chance away. of getting away, although these people who got yoked up at the uh, inauguration day protest apparently are facing 75 years in jail. Jesus. But in general, you can probably get away with it and move on, and it's not a tr- you're not really sacrificing to the level of the people that you're, you know, speaking for in a sense. Mm-hmm. But you got to just—it's just knowing that. That's all. Just understand that. Right. And a lot of people don't understand that. That's what it comes down to. They they get to the point where, as soon as they feel put put out by it, they stop thinking. Yeah. And they stop examining. Yeah. So we're hour twenty right now. All right, let's bring this one home. We will discuss. We'll open up by discussing Donald Trump. His week. We'll talk about the Comey trial. We would have jumped into both. We had to make room for English Bay. We want to thank Petey Steele. He'll be with us on Thursday. Yes, sir. We'll all be here. You guys come on back. We got anything coming up other than the specific thing on the show? Um, Thursday night, Draft House. Thursday the 15th, drafthousecomedy.com. Uh, the 27th of June, I'm doing the Time Machine Roast. Uh, that will be at DuPont Underground, and I'll be talking about that more as, as we get closer to it. A um, bunch of comics just kind of, in a sense, play a character, and they roast the other comics mm-hmm. on stage who are also in character. I chose Thomas Edison. <laughs> uh, I, I was I thought about choosing Gandhi, but I didn't want to be accused of brown face. I'm not going to put on a costume, but you know, <laughs> he's taking up a space occupied. By, but uh, no, I, did, I was I was thinking about like who you can use. It could be you could make jokes from that person, mm-hmm. and also you want to you want to have other people be able to make jokes about you. Otherwise, it's not fun. But um, I went with Thomas Edison. I thought about Jack the Ripper also. King Hercules. I thought about uh, and I don't want to repeat. I think they've already done one of these. I don't want to repeat any one that they used before. So that's that's the 27th of June. And then I do have some shows in July, which I'll plug as we get closer to those shows. I'm doing Val's show at Velvet Lounge in July and something else, too, which we'll talk about. No doubt. Yeah. This Friday coming up, Don't Block the Box, me and Reggie Melbro co-producing, um, headlining Norlex Belma from New York. All right. Also, uh, nice. so Ashley you're, Mayo. You're co-producing on that show? Yes, I am. All right. Oh, yep. Didn't know that. Uh, when that means sponsor, um, means sponsor for us. I yeah. Been, I, yeah. That show. I did yeah. that show like five years ago. No. Oh, shit. I haven't asked back. 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 I haven't as
Draft House Show in a while. I mean, I, did, did, I mean, you hosted the Draft House last week. <laughs> well, we have had you come in and host. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And of course, the Black Squirrel will be uh, July twenty. No, sorry, June twenty eighth. I don't think I want to come in and close on show. Yeah, I, I did it last week. It was pretty good. Two weeks ago, it was pretty good. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm coming to close on show. Yeah, that was a good show. It was a good show. I don't know why I haven't done that. Rollo's gonna be headlining this month. Surprise, He's all right. He's been. He's kind of a new. Frankie too. I wouldn't say Frankie. Frankie's good. Frankie's good. Yeah, it's fine. That's cool. Got that cocoa butter bit, you know. Clearly, I'm whitewashing everything. That's a fun show, though. That's a good, good show. I had a good time on that one. The Black Squirrel. Yeah. So you guys come on back on Thursday. We will be here for you. You know where we're at. Um, you got about two more weeks. This shit's going behind the wall. I think the first yeah. one behind the wall, if everything goes right, will be the specific specific ignorance show. Yeah, that we will be doing. Uh, if everything goes right, yeah, It'll be the first one behind the that wall. That makes sense, timing wise. We'll figure it yeah. out. Though. Yeah, we don't have to that's put it up easy. Right we just plug. We just yeah. plug it off the wall and then plug it off the board, and then we can post it whenever. And we maybe want. put up a crowd mic or two. Yeah, so that's an easy thing. To, that's an easy thing for us to do. All right, so come on back on Thursday. We will be here. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Beauty Steel. We have three guys on. We are out. <laughs>